Hey guys, welcome back to FTK Q&A session three. I'm Joel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god, that is so... (laughs) Oh, we've got to keep that in. That is so fucking... (laughs) Oh, jeez. This is what happens when we just we've just come out of a, a like ninety minute episode with Hannah, so our brains are a little bit cooked. Oh. I'm Joel. Oh, that's actually dummy shit. Hopefully that gets a lot of laughs, but there's no way we're cutting that. No, I'm Joel. You're Brett, and I'm Brett. Um, <laughs> welcome. Um, thank you to everyone that sent in the questions. Um, at the end of episode with Hannah, I said if you guys want to be anonymous. Um, and don't want your names called out. Just send us a direct message, and we'll and just say you want to be anonymous, and we'll yeah, we will uh, make sure, and we'll read your name out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, won't because maybe there's some questions you don't want your name put out in attached the, to in the world. So that's right. Um, yeah, we'll kick us off straight away um, from Ainsley Pook on uh, that's the username on Instagram. Fueling before and during Sunday long runs. What's your approach, Joel? Um, look, the only time the fueling I think changes is when I'm doing two hours, which I haven't done that for a while. Um, other than that, I just treat it like every, any normal run. I have porridge or, you know, cereal. I usually have porridge. Um, I might change it to, you know, toast or something like that about 90 minutes before um, with my coffee. That's, that's all I sort of have. I make sure... Dinner, yeah. like you know, always want to have like a big carb dinner the night before. Um, but in terms of yeah, fueling during, you know, I that's I only take gels if I'm doing two hours, and I can do two hours without a gel too. But I think you and I have talked about this where it's like you, if you're depleting your carbohydrates during the run, it's not always. It's more like for recovery. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. You so self? you're taking yeah. gels on, thinking. You're gonna have fuel on board already, so you're not getting depleted, so you're not exactly. gonna pull up as bad. As it's bad. Not, not for energy during the run, as not much. necessarily. Yeah. yeah, like some I know that the like the caffeine, caffeinated gels they can really help at like you know you have it at 90 minutes and it just gives you that little bit of a yeah. burst for the last 30. Um, but also, it's like if you're just doing a two-hour easy long run, like not yeah. really, you don't like who really cares? Yeah, like you don't need, like Even yeah, you want tired, energy to get through, but true. you don't need a burst to go. Oh, I'm no. feeling amazing right no. now. It's like because you're not going to smash it anyway. Like you don't, you're just getting exactly. it done. It's just time on the legs. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty similar. Like I for a two hour run, up to two hours, I don't really worry too much. Um, I always will have like said the night a pretty high carb meal, um, and, and I'm the same to honest. Like Monday night and the night before my threshold whatever day that's on, that, that'll always be a pretty high-carb meal. Yeah. Um, you want to make sure before your key sessions yeah, having high-carb. Yeah. Um, but yeah, during, I know my dietitian, if she listens, um, I'm pretty sure she does, she won't be happy me saying this, but like, yeah, if it's, she wants me to fuel as much as possible to, to train your gut. So I think if you're having trouble with um, like gut training and and take ever when taking you say on, gut training, you mean so that in a marathon when you're getting, so you're stitches, not getting stitches yeah. or um, and ju- just the ability to take down more because the, the more you practice with it, then the more you can start taking it. Um, you can take it down. And you can do more carbs. Yeah. Um, over the race, I yeah I only really do it once. I go like two hours fifteen, two hours thirty. Um, but yeah, which maybe, but, I think two hours fifteen is the longest 
long run I've ever done. Yeah. So I don't know. You've but done like a three-hour one before, yeah, right? Yeah, I've three hours. I, feel, I would have had a few, a few gels in that. That was one yeah. of the worst runs I've ever done. It, like, <laughs> it, because Jack was supposed to do it too and then he got a sore shin or something so he didn't didn't do it. I remember and it was horrible weather. It was I was such injured. bad weather. Yeah. yeah, and I was just pretty much by myself the whole time. For three hours. Um, yeah. Think how sometimes like long – you're doing a 60-minute run and sometimes that feels yeah. like it drags on and it's like you've a third of the way. Yeah, yeah. it's like to our run, you get to an hour, you're like, all right, I'm halfway. Like, yeah. this is still a fair way to go. Where this is like... 90 minutes, yeah. halfway. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't imagine doing, yeah. But I, I reckon then... So when I'm doing marathon training, I'm I'm trying to take on gels then every like, say, 5K, yeah. even if they're just an easy run. Yeah. Um, so that's to more practice the gut training. Like I don't necessarily feel like I need it. Yeah. Um, but it's just a... Make sure I'm good at getting those those gels and all drinks down. Yeah, yeah. No, good question. Um, from Dane Otterson, he said, "What's the biggest difficulty you've both encountered since becoming coaches?" Um, everyone wants to go harder and faster, which yeah. I understand because, like, like so do we. Yeah. Like, if Nick gives us K reps in and say he's run run two fifty five. Yeah. Like. We'll go and run 53s yeah. or something like that. We're, we're always just pushing it that little bit faster. Um, so I do understand it. And it's just, I know, yeah, I find like a lot of people will be like, yeah, I felt good today. So I, pu- I pushed I push that run, it. that yeah. easy run. And you're just like, it's not the, yeah, it's it's hard f- to explain the difference between good day, like hard days and easy days. Yeah. And there has Especially to be a big differential. Ath- yeah, yeah. Huge differential. Yeah. Like I've got, yeah, athletes who've, gone close to threshold pace in their yeah. aerobic runs yeah. and it's like how are you doing that and I always go pretty hard on them you know and it's like I try and as politely as I can I'm like you just can't be doing that yeah. because it's going to make you you know you're not going to be as good on, on race day yeah well you, I see it's that. like some people that like will do a long run pretty much the same pace as me yeah or, or like just exactly. a little bit slower and I'm just yeah. like and like they're getting close to their marathon pace. They're, they're like 15 seconds behind their marathon pace yeah. there. And then I'm like, I'm a minute behind. Yeah. So yeah, it's crazy. It's, yeah, it's explaining that that difference in... Um, so, yeah, but, so pretty much the biggest difficulty is listening. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. I would say. It is definitely... Which, but it is just natural to want to go harder. Yeah. Try to get like... Yeah, I think every athlete makes a mistake. It's like, yeah, things are going well. I'm feeling good. Let's push harder here. Definitely. Where it's just you need more of the same. Yeah, that's – yeah. I, I'm definitely – I know, if, yeah, Collis and Nick, I don't, they might listen to the normal episodes. I'm not sure they they care enough to listen to the yeah. Q&A. But, I'll probably um, get some good info out of this. So <laughs> I might learn a thing or two. <laughs> they, Joel's too scared to say that. <laughs> yeah, no way I'm saying that now. Um, but they – you know, Collis has said that to me in the past. Like, you know, when I start getting – getting fitter, um, especially coming off injury. It's like, you know, I'm racing, I'm running really well. And I'm like, all right, let's like ramp things up. Let's hit long yeah. runs hard and stuff. And it's like, no, you got to remember what made you fit in the first place. Yeah. Um, but I think a re- a, a, eventually if you sort of stagnate, then something has to change. You have to add in something. But yeah. yeah. Um, and then this is from Patrick M. Carter. Worst half-stepper in the MTC. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> you 100%. Like, <laughs> Well, when did we run? Yeah, yesterday and like um, doing the long run and you're just like telling a story and like you look down after a K, you're like, oh, fuck, we're already going like four or four or sevens or something like that. And it's like a K in that's pretty quick. And But it's just, I'm like, this, none of this is me. It's Joel that's half a meter in front of me. I can barely hear him because he's like half a meter in front. Um, yeah, it's definitely. <laughs> I would say um, 
Well, look, I thought that you would say me then, um, and it's a real bad trait to have and annoy annoys me. But I suppose if you think it's me, I can't. I'm not going to just think of, of of somebody else. I can't. To be honest, I can't really think of anybody. So that's <laughs> because suggests, you, you've never seen someone half a meter in front of you. <laughs> it suggests it's me. However, to bring someone on the bus for no reason, um, if we're talking horizontal half stepping, um, that doesn't really make sense. But the person that runs far too close to you is Jack. Yeah. Without a doubt. There's nobody else that I run with where I'm hitting elbows every like five minutes, 10 minutes. And it's like you and I run next to each other. Well, we're not running next to each other. I'm running running a meter in front of you. So Um, maybe Jack is a half stepper as well (laughs) because he keeps up with you. (laughs) To anyone else, he's a half stepper. Yeah, true. And he's just banging my elbow. Um, But it's funny. Yeah, it's funny how people, he must... Yeah, he must have that thing where it's just like subconsciously slowly gets closer to you and then it's like you hit and it's like, oh, sorry. I think he doesn't like being alone. He likes being like <laughs> just close to people and feeling comfortable. But he, I, I've been running with him at um, the Yangs and like the big fire trails out there and we're running right on the left-hand side and I'm like pretty much running like the gutter, like going through like branches and like all the leaves are on the ground because he's just like slowly got closer and closer and closer and yeah. It's definitely so, yeah. Jack, work on that. Yeah. Uh, Charles Barrow 23, this one's for you, Brett. Um, do you modify your training for huge events like the Olympics and Com Games? Um, I, I would say the training in – it's not like we go, all right, we've got the Olympics in two months. Let's do something different to – to what what whatever we're doing been doing like the season like that that training stays fairly similar um we might do maybe a few key like workouts um they're like really hard um but they're probably like two weeks out might do one like one two weeks out but then i think the the taper is obviously the the biggest thing thing like changes like say like when we ran the other day in um hobart we train pretty much normal and yeah. then we even yeah like we even still like, did two what did we did we, I thought we actually had a fair taper yeah that, that was like a decent that was a one bit but different. like yeah. um but like we still train really hard on, on the that Tuesday, Tuesday yeah. um and and you still like run a lot like you do like a, a good long run the, the weekend before yeah. where yeah I feel like um going to like a major event yeah you get like a real good taper and and I remember in 2013 it was like my first um year being being in the uh, not 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 in the group, but like living. I, I moved to M- Melbourne or Ballarat with Collis, and and we went to World Cross. And just before that, I ran a five k, and I thought I like had a big change in my training. I was like going really well, and then I ran a five k, and I ran a three second PB, and I'm like, I to be honest, I thought I was going to run um, quicker. Like, and then Bitters is like, don't worry about it. Like, Wait you time. have World Cross Country coming up yeah. in like six weeks. Yeah. That's what we're worried about right now. Like this doesn't matter. Like you ran a PB, you're still in training. Yeah. Don't worry. And then we went to London and I remember doing the session. It would have been on the Tuesday. Um, I don't remember the, the session exactly. It might have been like a couple of mile reps and a couple of 800 reps um, like on gravel. And I just remember feeling I'm like, I feel amazing right now. And I'm just like, okay, Fine. Nick fucking knows what he's on about with yeah. this like taper here. Like his, And like I ran well. Like it's definitely like a huge turn in my races. And um. Yeah, so it's definitely that that instead that is of something that Nick and Nick yeah. obviously does well. It's like you can't be tapering. We've gone into this before, but it's like if you're tapering massively for every single race, yeah. then it's like well, you're just going to lose fitness. Yeah, exactly. And like we race, like uh, if we yeah, if we race, I don't know how many times a year, 15, 20 times or something, maybe. Speak um, for yourself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. Um, 
you, you can only do a few day taper for each one. Um, you have yeah, to train at some tapers. point, and yeah. but then yeah, you do a big taper for the proper ones, and and that could be like a two week, and then after it, you sometimes like have lost fitness. Yeah, but you're fresh for that race. Yeah, and that's what matters. Yeah, yeah, no, that's interesting. Yeah, another good question. Um, so this is yeah from Weedon Balm ninety one. Um, is there a distance you'll have a chance to beat Kipchoge at in his current shape versus your prime? Uh, mate, like I would say no, but I don't know how far he's. How old is he? Uh, all right, like he'd be late thirties. Late thirties, yeah. you know, like it, look, I, I would say no, but if there was any distance, it'd be something like two hundred meters. Yeah, I know. You know? It kind of sucks, like, but it's. Our only chance is like yeah. getting him, like if he, it'd be like because he's old. Start. Yeah, exactly. He's thirty-seven. Yeah, he's thirty-seven. Um, so it's like, look, nothing. Yeah, the guys run like three thirty or something, three thirty-two, yeah. twelve forty-eight. So I'm just going to say, uh, sorry, I'm just going to change my answer to no, no. Yeah, yeah. stupid question. Stupid, <laughs> stupid question. Why they, bomb, actually, thank 91. you for thinking we had a chance. <laughs> yeah. then, um, you uh, might, you you could maybe get him in like a. Nah, no, no, nah, probably not. No, nah. <laughs> he's. Yeah, no, stupid question. Um, <laughs> no, thanks for that. What Widen bomb ninety one, Widen bomb ninety one. <laughs> um, Matt Blaschke has said here. What do you? What do we think our most important strength exercise is? Um, yeah, I don't do. It's I guess it's all individual because I don't know what everyone's body is. But for me, I think doing like just glute activations and. Just a few activations before I run, I find very important to me. Yeah. If I like get up and go for a run without doing a few exercises, I don't feel like I'm feeling like I'm moving too well. Yeah. Like I'm just like I don't know, running on the spot a little bit or like lifting my legs up. Yeah. Instead of forward, um, where if I I just do I don't know, it's like it takes me five minutes just to do a few exercises and kind of get them my glutes firing, my hammies and and my core switched on, then I can. Yeah, so I would say that, that's most important to me, but but also it depends on if I'm having any niggles at the time as well, and yeah, and what physio exercises I have as well. I think def, yeah, that's the thing. Like I think for you, there's no blanket rule. Um, yeah, being there's no most important strength strength exercise for a runner. Um, it just depends on your body. Like every every runner is different. Everyone's got different weaknesses, um, different strengths. I think you know those should be quite injury specific. So yeah. if you've if you've got a niggle that if you you know you've got a sore knee you should be focusing on like you know VMO activation yeah, and stuff exactly. like that yeah um that's yeah I would I, w- I would say that that's the case yeah there's not really a um specific like one I can just say yeah. um and then from Nathaniel um I think it's Nathaniel uh do you rate chalky milk or nah well I know the answer for you yeah well I don't I don't like Joel gets a sore tummy. (laughs) (laughs) Sore tum tum. (laughs) Um, I well, that's not true because I absolutely like it. I absolutely yeah. I don't I don't drink chocolate milk, but I like absolutely love the Musashi. That um, they're getting free sponsorship here. Um, The (laughs) yeah, cut cut out the uh, name Musashi Muscle Recovery Drink. Like I absolutely love that. Also, up and goes. They're unreal. I drink that a lot. Anything I, I, you have to have protein within sort of twenty minutes of finishing a hard workout. Or if, to be honest, I have it after every run. Um, I think that was probably originally like when 
I started running, I wasn't on top of that and that's probably why I got more uh, more stress fractures. Whereas mm. now I'm like big on calcium intake um, and try and do that. So yeah, if choc- if chalky milk means like protein stuff, but no, I'm not drinking oaks, you know. Yeah, I like having an oak every now and then. <laughs> Especially when I go to the... Um, you're yeah. a real drinks guy. We've talked yeah, about this yeah. before. Like we can't go to a cafe or like even just takeaway food or whatever without you just getting a drink. You've yeah. always got a drink. Yeah, I love drinks. It's a. It's just a. It's like a nervous. It's my thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need something in my hand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, every every time when I go down to the um, like to Coles to get get something to eat for dinner, I always walk past the milk station see <laughs> if there's any like on sale. <laughs> oh, it's big ends. It's or, like four liters have to be consumed yeah, tonight before yeah, they go yeah. off. <laughs> like, All right. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Yeah. No, I love them. And I think they are um, like a chunky milk is a really good recovery thing as well. Like it's pretty high in protein. Good protein, good carbs. um, Calcium. Yeah. Heal those bones. Yeah. Key words, stresses away. That's it. Uh, Sam Gibson's three has asked, how don't you pull up sore from running 150 plus K a week? I'm running 70 to 80 and battling. Well, Joel's Sam Gibson, I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not running one. I'm running what one twenty ish at the moment. Um, and yeah, I suppose after my last was I'm battling. Um, but yeah, Brett, what do you what do you reckon? Yeah, well, it's like I've been running for I don't know a good fifteen years, so it's not like I've just started running one hundred fifty k. Like I've run close to one hundred fifty k. For nearly ten years now, yeah. Um, so my body's used very used to it, uh, and it took Your 150k me. is Sam Gibson's three seventy. Exactly, days. yeah. And also, what we're talking about in one of those earlier questions is like, I wonder what you are doing. Like, how hard are your easy runs? Exactly. Like a lot of my easy runs are like are so easy. Yeah. Um, like when you say me, easy, that's like four to four twenty pace. Yeah. Well, even, even like this morning, around four forty. Uh, four thirty sevens I ran. Wow, that's yeah. slow for you. You don't usually do. Yeah, that. I ran at six twenty in the morning, so I was yeah, pretty. <laughs> but but still, like I, I yeah, I'll run like four twenties and sometimes, which is like pretty you easy go, for you me. Go to feel. To I feel. go to feel. Yeah, yeah well, like I don't a- worry about pace. Um, so I think that's how I have yeah my hard days. But then if I am tired, I just. Get get the run done. Don't worry yeah. about it. Um, but my also body's, technique stuff. Like if yeah. you're running seventy to eighty and you're battling. Also, you work working full time. Like yeah, exactly. And not so. A, this is my job. Yeah. Like I get up. Like I usually get up at like do two hours of like kind of waking my ankles and feet up. Like yeah. then I do my exercises. Like have proper food and then and then go for my run. Um, so like I'm ready to run by the time I step out the door yeah. and then I have the rest of the day to recover that I run a little easier again. on at night. Yeah. Have um, some chalky milk somewhere in the day. Yeah, chalky milk. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's yeah. the thing. You can't, you, yeah, it's... Well, if you've got me like, I don't know, sitting in the office or yeah. working on a job site or something like that, like yeah. I wouldn't even be going for a run because it's just, I wouldn't, my back would be so sore. Uh, yeah, I get sore from like throwing a tennis ball or something. Like, like yeah, <laughs> I fell off my bike once. And my sh- like six months ago, my shoulder's still recovering. <laughs> that was a pretty bad bike crash. Yeah, that was so, bad. <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> um, yeah, w- one uh, last question I think here we've got from Why does my leg hurt? He said, Would either of you ever consider road ultras like Comrades or Two Oceans in South Africa? Um, I don't know what Comrades, Comrades, or, Comrades, or. Know. Two oceans. I don't know what they are, but have I ever considered road? Uh, so the road ultras. Have you ever considered ultras or like long trail runs or anything? Well, I've got to do my first marathon before I start. <laughs> yeah. Before I start considering ultras. Yeah. 
Um, I think it's more a thing for me after like hopefully I can have like a, a career as a, as a professional runner um, and it would be something that I would maybe do like, you know, when I'm in my in my 40s or something like that after, you know, a running career. Um, I'm not sure about road ultras. I reckon trail would be more interesting to me. Yeah. Just because the, advent- like the adventure sort of side to it, I find yeah. that cool. I know what the Comrades is. It's, it's like huge. I think it's like the biggest is ultra it? in the world or something okay. like that. Yeah. And it, it's, it's like a really big deal. Um, yeah, I, I feel like the trail ones as well are more appealing. Yeah. Um, but you're not going to do it now while nah. you're like trying to focus on... no. You know, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, but I still don't even really see myself doing it. I don't reckon it's not. Yeah. Maybe I'll change. I know, I know Jack is really keen to do them. Yeah, um, that's just him. Like he loves being out. It would be pretty fun doing, you know, something like like I know my dad did the Oxfam Trail Walker back like ten years ago. Yeah, it was like a hundred k in the Dandenongs. Um, it would be fun to do something like that one day just to see how hard, like fast you can push it, but or hard you can push your body, I suppose. But also, there's like a good chance like when we're 40, we won't be able to run. Yeah. Like the amount of damage we've put through <laughs> yeah. our, our, uh, our bodies. Our bodies, yeah. yeah. I know and we um, used to go training this place called Mount Laguna, which is just up from San Diego. But there's a trail that runs from um, Mexico all the way to Canada. Oh, wow. And it's called yeah. the Pacific Crest Trail. And it's like – and so Mount Laguna is the first kind of camping spot that, yeah. on the trail. So it's like um, – it must have been like 20 miles like – yeah, so a bit over thirty k. Yeah, um, from from Mexico. Yeah, and yeah, so uh, and that was like some of the nicest trails, like rough single trails, and but really nice views and yeah. um, that not I don't know. So people, I would love to do something like that. It's thousands oh, of kilometers. I know, um, and yeah. it's, people like hike it over like a year. Yeah, nine months or something like yeah. that. Um, people have run it as well, and it's like. I don't know. So I'd find is, something like that. I would like to get into hiking mainly because I've got all the all the gear, yeah. all the Arcteryx gear. I've got to put it to some use, use some, yeah. Yeah, sometime rather than just walking around the city. But um, yeah, as for like road ultras, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, not sure either. So there you go. Thanks, uh, thanks a lot, guys. A bit of a brief one for um, the third third episode of the Q and A. That's, uh, yeah, that's Keep all Keep sending your questions in, please. Yep. We'll uh, put out another post out on the weekend uh, requesting more questions. And, um, yeah, hope you guys are enjoying it. Thanks, guys.